This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we are hiring, as mentioned earlier. Uh, if you're looking to join a company that's 100% employee-owned, that's kind of yep. unique. Yeah. So instead of working for the man... You're going to you, be the man. You're going to be the man. Or the woman. Yes. Of course. I was going to go there, but <laughs> then it's got there faster. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of a unique opportunity. There's very few... Well, there's just some really cool companies that are 100% employee-owned. But it's a unique opportunity here in Connecticut for anybody who happens to be a geek and is tired of working for the man. You can be one and actually own a company. Come on. How yeah. often does that happen? Never does. Almost never. Never happened to me before. Yeah, see? <laughs> and then I got to tab. Yeah. So uh, we're hiring and go to our careers page. You can find out you know, what we're looking for and see if you can join us. Um, we are going to be here till 11 o'clock. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we have four lines wide open for you, so feel free to get online. Happy to answer any of your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns when it comes to technology. Um, I've been doing it for this for almost 30 years. Um, so maybe today is the day where we have solved all the issues. And that's, <laughs> it does happen on occasion that all the issues have been corrected. I mean, even a tab, you know, there's there's some moments in time where there's no tickets coming in. Hey, they're all fixed. Yeah, and it lasts Don't like move. two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Don't move. They're all fixed. Yeah, well, 9,000 systems is going to cause, oh. eventually, you're going to have some issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're here to help you out. 860-522-9842 is the number, and feel free to get online. As we wait for your call, did you have anything you want to bring up there, Dennis? Yeah, we were talking about changes that Facebook made just yeah. before the hour ended. Right. And for uh, news links. Yeah. And this uh well that yeah, and changes in the interface that we've been running oh, right. into with the caller and mm -hmm. here too. Well yeah, right. there are some other changes that have been taking place at Facebook. All right. That are now affecting website traffic. Really? Yes. Well, obviously, if they're not going to send your link, that's going to affect <laughs> well, your traffic. This, this isn't just about news links. It's about almost any kind of link, I assume. Interesting. Um, including store links and stuff like that. Okay. Um, website owners are complaining that traffic is plummeting hmm. after Facebook changed some of their algorithms. All right. And by algorithms, I think we're talking about the algorithms where it decides what to show you yes. when you're looking at your Facebook stream. Right. Um, and apparently it's just not sharing with you and me and whoever else is on Facebook looking at it. It's not sharing enough of these links anymore. Hmm. And it's causing traffic coming into them to drop. And I would think those are paid links, though, right? These are advertisers that are on Facebook. I don't know not. if this is advertisers. I think it's just generic traffic that floats through Facebook. It may have to do okay. with, with their advertising protocols, too. Yeah where they decide which ads get displayed. Right, right, right. Uh, but I think it's, it also has to do with posts that people make. It is quite creepy to watch it. I mean, you, It's very creepy. You, if, you say, if you hover for more than a few seconds on a thing, let's say it's like, I don't know, lobsters or whatever, you will then see all sorts of posts and things having to do with lobsters. It's just crazy how it, it's, it does what it does. And so what you're saying there is that that algorithm might be have, might have impacted the the 
the grassroots, the, the the things that happen automatically, organically. I was trying to come up with, yeah. Versus the ones that are going to, of course, if you look at you know those custom whiskey glasses, right? Let's you'll 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 just constantly see whiskey glasses constantly over and over and over in your feed. Just <laughs> it's like really, I didn't. I didn't think it was it was it's cool, but it's not that cool. Um, <laughs> but in your case, you're saying those those algorithms might impact those whiskey glass manufacturers that yeah. are not advertising, right? And they're noticing it. So maybe Zuck is looking for some more love. He maybe he's like, "Hey, you want me to show your stuff? And you got to pay me." I mean, he's going to get in a cage match with uh, Elon Musk. I heard. Well, oh, did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I mean, <laughs> what do you want? Billionaires being billionaires, oh, I love acting it. like children. I, I just hope that. <laughs> I mean, happens. if you can't act like a child after you've made a billion dollars, I then guess, yeah. when can you? You're you know? right. You're right. Oh, that would be <laughs> such a fun thing to watch. <laughs> All right, let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this uh, Saturday morning as the rain hopefully is going to be going away. We're going to go to Doug in South Windsor next. Hey, Doug. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. Oh, is that Doug? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> what can we do I'll for you? you? Later today. I was like, I'll see you later today, but let me uh, let me use this time to uh, to ask a technical question. All right, sure. So, um, so, so you know what I do on the side? I do I yes. do a little do a little DJing, right? Yes. And and I just kind of go right off of like an iTunes playlist for, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and my question is, is like, sometimes I notice, especially if I'm opening up, like if I'm connected to Wi-Fi, because that way you can like download music right away. Right. You know, if there's like a request that I don't have or something, I'll notice it kind of impacts the speed of the laptop. Now, this is like a, a low end laptop did not spend a lot of money on it because I really just wanted to use it as like a dedicated laptop just for this. So yep. no other applications, no other, you know, I don't want to use memory or speed for anything else. So right. I guess my question is, do I need to upgrade or, or is there a way to kind of free up even more space than it comes standard with so that I can just maxim, max out the application that I want to use? Right. So you're trying to get the most performance because, you, of course, you don't want any skipping or delays of that download. The problem exactly. is, the problem is, Doug, is you're, you're operating off of a Windows platform. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, Mr. Mr. Gates decides when or when you cannot use your laptop, not you. So, what happens in the background is you could be in the middle of this, you know, playing this great tune or doing some downloads, and then Microsoft says, you know what, I'm going to do a big scan on your system right now. I'm going to just do a, a virus check, hang on, and puts everything on pause, really. Wow. And, and okay. you're impacted, right? Or an update comes down and you're impacted. So, the idea is to throw as much hardware at the software so that you're not as impacted. The other issue, too, is you're your laptop may or may not have a good Wi-Fi radio to connect to your the venue. And the venue may have yep. a great Wi-Fi service, but your laptop is just not able to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, those are aspects of this that you have to pay attention to. Do you know what what do you have for a laptop? Is it an i three? Is it i five? I seven? Uh, it's the lay down set. I can, I can, I can. It's it's. I mean, literally, Eric, we bought it for like the kids. Like yeah. you know, we're like it was like one of the kids last. So basically, like just go in and use Word and use the Microsoft, you know, just to kind of get them exposed to a laptop. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you know, they've kind of outgrown that. Let me just, let me just use that as a dedicated, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but you're right, though, because I do notice there are times where it, it's not as prevalent as it is in other areas based on, like, maybe where I am or where the Wi-Fi connection is. So right. that kind of, that kind of, like, is consistent with some of the performance issues I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, if, it, if it's connecting to a, a Wi-Fi network using an older protocol, 
a single download can absorb a lot of the uh, possible throughput mm -hmm. because there is not much throughput to begin with. What I'm wondering is if you can get yourself a Wi-Fi 6 USB adapter mm. and use mm -hmm. that. Um, I, if this is an inexpensive older laptop, I, I guarantee it doesn't have Wi-Fi 6 in it. Right. Um, so if you add Wi-Fi 6, uh, you'll, you'll increase the odds that it's going to connect to wherever you are right. with a more recent protocol that has more throughput. Yep. And the other thing too okay. is, you know, make you know solid state hard drives. If this is again a low end device you got for your kids, it probably doesn't have one of those either for performance. So if Microsoft decides to do an update or do something on the machine, it's going to impact it. It's frustrating. I can tell you, we've yeah. come to this. Pro we've come into the studio here trying to do a live radio show, <laughs> and then the machine's like, eh, "I'm doing an update." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even if you go to work, it does that kind of stuff too. It's just Microsoft being Microsoft. Uh, another. So, so yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, another thing you could do is maybe check to see if the manufacturer has a new uh, driver for your Wi-Fi mm -hmm. that's built in. If there was a flaw in it or if there was a problem with the original driver, they may have fixed it. Yeah. Uh, but my my hunch would be to go get a, a, the latest kind of Wi-Fi in the form of a USB stick yeah, and just use that. Okay. Or, or stop being so cheap and just invest in my side business. Yeah. And maybe uh, just go buy that. a high performing laptop. <laughs> yeah, there's that. that. There is that. I mean, and there's no if there's an if there's a committee involved, a committee involved, then you have to go through committee. But if there's, if it's your own side business, you don't have to do that, right? Right. So I mean, obviously <laughs> that would that would solve a lot of the things that we just talked about. If I just went and bought like a yeah, it would help. Updated. It would yeah. help. Okay. It would, it would make okay. it better. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it, Doug. We'll see you I later. All right. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Literally, I'm going to see him later. We're going to step out for a quick break, <laughs> get to your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Uh, feel free to get online, guys. Four lines wide open. I know in about 10 minutes, you're all going to call at the same time. That's what happens. 860-522-9842 is the number. We're here to do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, let's go to Ed out there in Summers. He's been on the longest. What's happening, Ed? Hey, good morning, gents. Morning. So, uh, the guy down at the Walmart, he gave me an idea, and before I opened Pandora's box, I thought I would run it by you guys. The Walmart guy gave you an idea. All right. This yeah. is going to be interesting. Usually not a sentence we all hear very often, but let's go. <laughs> well, I got a digital camera, yeah. and it's got something called a Sandex card inside. Yes. And so I go down to Walmart, and I put my Sandex card in their machine to make photos. Yep. And mm -hmm. as I'm doing that, uh, the gent says to me, um, hey, be careful with those cards. You know, they can fail. And so we get into a conversation, and he says what I should do is back those up. Well, backup and, is always important. He, yes. He has given you tremendously good advice. Yes. So um, I, I get home, and I take a look at my HP laptop, yeah. and it's got a slot in it. looks like it's made and ready to go for this Sandex card. Nice. And um, so now I'm thinking that it, it can't it can be this as easy as just slide the card in and get a hard drive from, I don't know, Walmart or Costco or Best Buys, yeah, do I have to buy some software? And, and what are the instructions to, to copy these photos from the Sandex card over to the hard drive when I get it? You, what you do is you open up, you put the put the Sandisk into the laptop. Mm -hmm. okay. Open up at Windows Explorer. That's the F Manila file folder icon. You open that up. 
and you click on that drive, however it's labeled inside this PC, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. The SanDisk drive or the... Uh... SanDisk drive. Yep. Okay. Now, you're going to just copy all of the files in there, whatever it sees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might even be in a directory called DCIM or something right. of that kind. Right. Whatever. You just grab that directory, and then you drag it Well, that's a to... move. Are you moving it or copying it? If it goes from one drive to another drive, it is it's not a copy. A copy. It's, it's a I move. mean, it's not a move. It's, it's not a, a copy. Move. Okay, yeah. cool. If you're changing drives, it's, it's always a copy. It's a copy. All right. Now, you just drag it I'm to a, a folder of, a that right you click. have the... Uh, <laughs> You just drag it to a folder that you have the, the uh, on the, on the uh, backup drive. Yep, that's all. It's, it's as simple. Copy How do I paste. get that folder on the backup drive? So I don't have the drive. Oh, you, you'd open up Explorer twice. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have one Explorer window with the SanDisk card, another Explorer window with the drive. Uh, external drive, and you drag from the SanDisk drive to the external drive. You can make a directory called backup, you know, and, and drop everything drop in, it that. in there, or just drop it raw to the drive yeah. letter. And so now all the uh, photos on the Cenex drive will go on this hard drive, yep. and nothing will go on my my computer, my PC. In that case, you're correct. And that's yes. yes. Good, good. It's that simple. And and he's so having a backup is important. However, those those little SD cards are extremely durable. I've had them go through the wash a few times. Um, no kidding. They're very durable. They um, are, but but it's it good is, to have a backup. It is not untrue that they can you know, I mean they they can fail. Yes, of course. Yeah. So he's not wrong in that advice. Always have a backup um, of data you're that you think is important. And then once you've got the data copied, disconnect the drive from your laptop. And now you've got your your data on one piece of removable media. It's technically not a good backup, it's a backup. And you want, I've got uh, right now. I've got three cards, and they each have uh, 32 gigabits on them. I think. Yep. How big a how big a hard drive would I get? A couple terabytes. Two terabytes. Okay. At least, right, Dennis? Well, yeah. I mean, you're going to be hard pressed to find anything that's less than a terabyte now. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'd be interesting to see how I screw this up, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, it shouldn't be that big a deal. If you're worried about the dragging, because some people, when they hold, I don't know about you, but when you hold that mouse click down and you're trying to drag it across the screen, inevitably you let go in the wrong spot. Uh-huh, and so, it gets dumped to some other place. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about a right-click, copy, paste type of thing, um, only because you can be more precise and not have to worry about the drag. So. And when you do this drag or copy, it's going to copy all those photos? Yeah. It'll, it'll, shot, huh? it'll copy everything that you drag. Yeah, it's like magic. Gee, sounds like it. <laughs> and and we're going to post an article about doing this. Sure. And it will have several different ways to go about the procedure. It doesn't have to be my way or even Eric's way. Right. There are even other ways beyond that. Um, and this article will show you all of those. Sounds terrific. Remember, okay. with a computer, there's usually like 10 different ways to do the same thing. Yeah. And just a matter of preference. All right, maybe I'll get back to you guys next week and tell you how I screwed it up. All right, Ed. <laughs> You're not going to We look forward to up. hearing from you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye-bye. All right, take it easy. <laughs> He'll do fine. Yeah, he's going to be all right. Let's go to uh, Alex out there in Thomaston. What's happening, Alex? Hey, good morning. Morning. Good morning, guys. Good. Uh, I had a question about the Proton 
VPN. Uh, I downloaded the, the free version, and um, it, you know, it, it's 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 giving you the uh, the screens to sign up for uh, for the subscription, uh, and yeah. it's, it's promising that it's going to be a faster service. I, I did I did measure uh, I did a speed test on on both uh, uh, without it and and with it, and yep. it, it, there is a significant drop. Not not I mean it's 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 a workable speed, but right. um, it, it's, uh, in your opinion, is is it worth signing up for the, the free? Uh, is the with the speed uh, increase tremendously, or is it, uh, it, it? It'll give you more options. I think I don't think the speed yeah. necessarily is going to improve too too much if you pay, do the paid service. You just have more options at, for more servers, and yeah, you know, it's up and, to you. And security wise, uh, do you think uh, the the free one would be, or is it? Is there more? Uh, more security options uh, with the paid service? I think you do get more um, security tools within the paid service than the free one. Um, you know, it's it's I don't, it's not really very expensive. You can you can get all this. You can get, even get a mailbox and all that all packaged in uh, very affordably to use the Proton. And, and then everything will be encrypted. Your email will be encrypted. Your, your internet usage will be encrypted. Um, it kind of gives you back your privacy not that you're doing anything wrong <laughs> as I no, I, say. I, yeah, I, i'm just worried about somebody coming in and taking over the computer or something i figured uh by doing this does that mask your computer so somebody can't can't see your computer and come it, in and it, it yes over? right it, so it, it does in a way yes yeah in it, a way it's really that's more of a if you're in a public place that's where you want to use the vpn so that nobody can watch the whatever you're doing on like at an airport or wherever okay. you're connected to public wi-fi at home yeah, it does the same thing too, but you're not going to have somebody on your network that's devious trying to figure out what you're doing unless it's your kids. All right. Okay. So it it gives you more privacy so that the you can't be sold the information that you're wherever you're surfing or wherever you're going can't be sold by your internet browser. Or it can't be sold by your um, your internet provider because you're they don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, so right. you get some benefit there. You can still be tricked. You can still be fished. You can still invite bad guys in, depending on where you go on your internet on the internet. But you're you're securing some of that. Um, still got to be careful on these. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. And now, does your cable does, does your cable provider uh, can they see what what's going on? Yeah. Well, they that, won't. Uh, they won't see the packets themselves. Not with a VPN yeah. running. Right. But they will know that you have a connection to whatever VPN server that you're connected to. Right, but without the VPN. All they'll they'll get out of that is an IP address, probably. Right. Without it, they would know exactly where you're going. And they they, they sell the data. They wouldn't be able to read the traffic or anything. So, Right. All right, Alex? uh, Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online, guys. Four lines still open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we will do our best to uh, help you out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. As we wait for your calls, I did notice this. Google is going to soon let Pixel phones double as dash cams. Really? Yeah. So you have to buy a separate cam for your dash. I mean, I would think the insurance companies would have by now gotten together 
and and allowed folks to upload the idiot drivers of Connecticut on their dash cams. <laughs> and so they could actually see the license plates and say, oh, oh, that's a nationwide guy, or oh, that's a traveler's guy. I don't want to insure that ding-dong, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if we can't get the cops to do it, you can almost imagine what you could do with a social approach to the highways if you simply <laughs> uploaded to this insurance site. And maybe they gave you like a, a, a finder's fee, right? <laughs> So, you know, if you find a, you know, this, you're doing, you're doing 70 and some ding dong hits at a 90 going on the left side, right past you, or even on the right side these days, and you catch his, you catch his license plate, wouldn't you, I mean, talk well, about sure. monetizing that for the sure. little bounties there. Right. And there used to be a, a website called PlateWire that, that was kind of like, it, it, it dates back like 15 years. And yeah. It's very old. Plate it's been, wire. it's been offline for a while yeah but it was a collective where you could report people's plate numbers and say what they were doing i didn't, it didn't know that. In, i don't know if it included photos this is kind of yeah. early but well, 15 years it, ago, yeah. yeah it uh it was a way to do that so uh i think i think maybe it's time to resurrect something along those lines sure right i mean sure. we can't get the cops to do it i mean they're they've all the teeth have been taken out of our police departments these days so now we're gonna have to have the insurance companies say, "Well, I'm not going to insure this guy anymore." Not that those people necessarily <laughs> care, I guess. But oh, and then uh, the com- there was a comedian. I think it was Gallagher who had a joke about everybody should have a paint paintball gun mounted on the front of their car, so they could tag. When you. they see somebody doing something stupid, you shoot them. Right. And then when you see a car that's covered in paintball splats, <laughs> you steer clear of it because you know he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, there's got you, you would think there's, you could make a game out of it almost these days. Sure. I mean, the amount of ding-dongs on the highway. And if you could take your dash cam and now have your, fo- your phone be it and instantly just, hey, there's one, there's one. I mean, I, the amount of driving I do on the roads... If they if they gave me five bucks a, a bounty, man, I'd be <laughs> you'd be rich. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if you're an insurance company, I know we don't have any insurance companies here in Connecticut. But if you're an insurance company and you want to come up with a nice way to have the people, you yeah, know, report report the these ding dongs, uh, maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Then again, it's like Big Brother, right? Right. There's that. But brother, I don't want to get hit by a car. Well, I mean, it's crazy out there. This isn't necessarily Big Brother, though. If no, everybody is contributing to the reports, that's true. It's the wisdom of the crowd. What could go wrong? Crowdsource your your highway safety. Let's go to uh, MJ in New Haven next. What's happening, MJ? Good morning, MJ. Here, um, I have a, a corner of my garage that looks like a graveyard for computers and old computer parts. Yeah, and. And one of those is a wicker basket with about four or five hard drives in it that I've extracted from PCs I've owned over the years. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is there any device available out there in the marketplace that would allow me to attach or hook a hard drive up to my laptop so I can read what's on it? Yeah. Yes. Very simple. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you, you can either use a drive enclosure, um, you know, where you Open it up, stick the drive in it, and then um, it'll ha- usually have a power adapter, and then you connect that up with a USB cable to a computer. In some cases, there are actually just adapters that will directly connect USB to a drive. Um, and I think in the case of two and a half inch disk drives, 
Um, mm-hmm. USB latent voltage is enough to run the drive. I don't think that's true for the larger drives. I don't think it carries enough voltage for that. That's why you need one with a power adapter. But definitely, right. those kinds of things are available. We can post links to some of those. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Is that something I would be able to get, like, from Amazon or Best Buy? Absolutely, like absolutely. Best Buy, Newegg. Uh, you might even be able to get them out of Staples. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's what I need. Thanks. You got it. And then when you're done reading it, then you just put a drill through it, and then you can go and have it responsibly recycled at your town dump when they oh. do the... Uh, Yep, collection. I got a sledgehammer, actually. Oh, that works. <laughs> that works. I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it, MJ. Yep. All right, bye-bye. Actually, Tab's going to be doing an event coming up uh, oh. probably in September. Really? Where we're going to do a, yeah, something on Saturday. During our show, actually, is the thought. Um, that would so, be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going to work with the OSI out of East Hartford uh, to collect some stuff. So we'll have, we'll give you more information when we have that. Um, so I want to get back to that, that idea of the dash. So you're telling me 15 plus years ago, there was a website that you could put license plates of the crazy people on the highways? Yeah, it was called Plate Wire. Does it still exist? I don't know. I, it didn't the last I knew, but let's take a look. Yeah, we got to bring that back. You know, I mean, just the ability to imagine you can crowdsource these solutions to. to oh, it, it exists. Plate Wire. Yeah. All right. So we have a spot. I wonder if they take videos. <laughs> I don't if they know. They accept videos. Well, it looks like it looks like the last posting anybody put up was in 2021. Hmm. Okay. The last one before that was in 2019, and then the last one before that was 2017. There were a couple back then. Then there were. Couple from 2016. Oh yeah, but this actually isn't. If I'm understanding, isn't it having to do with like messages? Well, yeah, people just type in what what they saw, and the license plate. Gotcha. All right. So there's definitely was some somebody who thought this was a possibly a good idea. It just needs to be made easy, so you can just upload the video, um, of whatever craziness is happening. The only issue is we need penalties too. I mean, if you're driving at oh, yeah. 90 miles an hour on the highway, that should be a serious ticket. But I don't, I don't know. People don't seem too afraid of it. Uh, so, Dennis, what else you got for uh, technology news as we wait for well, calls? Well, uh, UPS had a data breach. Yes, they did. And now, now, mm-hmm. uh, people are becoming victims of a phishing campaign. Right. Where they are told that their UPS shipments are late. Right. Typically through an SMS message, not an email. Right, text. And... Um, they're being fished that way. And they're being convinced to pay extra. Mm-hmm. They're saying, hey, if you don't, you need to pay us a little more for the shipment. And they're collecting money. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're getting, taking money from you. So thanks to the breach. So this is the biggest issue. These, these breaches are really a problem, right? When, right. The, when the information goes out in the dark web about people's shipments or whatever, what have you, the bad guys sit back and think, okay, how can I monetize this? And so now the bad guys are just taking the data that's available that's available on the dark web. And now they're texting you and saying, hey, pay us. And who knows where they're coming from? They could be in Uzbekistan for all right. we know. And then you're going to send Uzbekistan some extra money for your shipment that is coming to you anyways. You don't realize it. And the thing you have to remember is that you, sh- you should always go to the source, 
right? So you should ignore a text, ignore an email almost. I mean, emails right. too. UPS would send emails saying, hey, things are coming. And sometimes they True. will send texts too saying, hey, you have a shipment hey, coming. Hey, your, your thing is on its way. Yeah, yeah. So because they actually started with those types of things, they conditioned us to believe these things are true. And now and, we're- And then it's easy to, to uh, for the bad guys to kind of ride that principle and then right. trick you with it. Um, well, the real problem here is yeah. that UPS had this data breach right. and this phishing campaign started, but- they never fessed up to it until the phishing campaign was already underway and becoming widespread. You're kidding. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks for warning us, I UPS. thought there was a requirement that they had to... Uh, so did about. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when you're UPS, eh. I guess not. <laughs> we don't need no stinking <laughs> reporting, reporting requirements. We'll put a link up here for you <laughs> on this story so you're aware of it. So, But the moral of the story is don't believe anything that comes in your email, in your texts, in your anything anymore you just can't you have to go to the source right and if anything is funky that's that's the rule go to the source you either call a number that you know belongs to the company Mm -hmm. or you go to their website that you know is their website somebody recently was telling me oh it was uncanny i just i had just just done such and such on my email and then i got a message about such and such i'm like it's not a coincidence they're reading your email we the bad guy the, has access to your email. It's not yeah. a coincidence. We, it's not that. There is no coincidence. We've gotten that call at the help desk. Yeah. You know, suddenly somebody's getting these phishing things, and it's right after they've done something. Specific. Right. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. And then I've got I've to help them, you know, deal with a security situation. Right. Make sure they lock their email up. Right. You know, change the password, lock them out of it, you know, log them out of everything, all that. And configure your two-factor authentication. So we're going to step out for a quick break. Mark, please hang on. Please hang on. We'll get to your calls after this break. This is Computer Talk. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And then, of course, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We'll be right back. We are back. (laughs) So... Carolyn wanted to make sure <laughs> what the theme was. <laughs> it's summertime. Carolyn, can you give me some credit? She's kicking butt over there with the summer music. And she's like, hey, Eric, just so you know. <laughs> I love it. Carolyn's great. She's the best. You just never know. She is. But she's been trying to get get us happy with the sun, even though we haven't had any sun because it's raining out there. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. My kids do the same thing to me. Hey, Dad, you know this is about this, right? Uh, it's okay. I understand, Carolyn. They do, they, they, they do it to me, too. Let's go to Mark in Enfield and see what he's got going on. What's happening, Mark? Hey, Mark, you there? You hear a lot of static. You guys doing? Good, good. How are you? Are you outside? And by the, are you by the ocean? No, it's pouring down, raining out here. Oh, so boy. So it's no summertime right now. That's for sure. No, that's all rain. Okay, great. So what can we do for you? Hey, listen, I just, I just want to give you guys a praise report because... A few weeks ago, I had called and I had a problem with my wireless internet on my computer. Yeah. You guys talked you through it, and it fixed the problem. Hey. And I listened to you guys quite a bit, yeah. and you guys never get a recall back on anything saying, hey, thanks a lot for saving me 100 or $200 of trying to get this into the shop and let somebody fix it so easily that you guys just blurted out off, you know, with no problem whatsoever. So guys like us, that love working on the computer at home or whatever. We don't have young kids running around the house. Right. They can come over here and change the the, uh, the computer 
you know clock that's flashing at us or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but thank you, thank you guys for uh, what you're doing today and and coming on here on taking your day out of your Saturday and helping us guys that really don't know what the heck we're supposed to be doing. Okay. Well, thanks for the call. We well, do yeah, appreciate we, that. We definitely appreciate that. We do have a complaint you know? department that we take a lot of calls for the complaints that come in, and Carolyn you know? is the one taking those calls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They just don't make it to the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So when I told her it was a phrase report, she Thank put you. me right through. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mark. No, we we're very we, we appreciate it that you appreciate what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we have Thank you, we have fun doing it. It's it's definitely great to talk to everybody out there. And we learn a lot too. I mean oh, tons. We, we can't imagine some of the stuff people are doing with their systems. So every show is an education yeah. for us. Happy to be of service. But but just to save somebody a hundred and hundred twenty five dollars to fix a simple problem that I had yep. that I had no way of figuring out how to fix it and being frustrated because it wasn't doing it, mm-hmm. and you guys did it with no problem at all, and it fixed the problem. So yeah, hats off to you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Talk to you. All right. Stay dry. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we always we are always curious about you know if our advice works. <laughs> I know. I, I always walk out of here wondering if I solved something. Yeah. So, so it's nice to hear that. Occasionally we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. We may not know what the theme of the tunes are, but we... <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Seth in Bloomfield. What's going on, Seth? Good, good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Doing fine. How are you? I know you've been asked this question ten thousand times, so I'm going to make it ten thousand and one. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to buy. I want to buy. I'm going to buy a new desktop. Sure. And I, I, you know, I say, what windows should I be looking for? 12, 11, 12, or thirteen, or ten? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to get Windows 13. No, seriously, Windows 11. Windows 11. Yeah. And I know you said you, you guys are always saying solid state hard drive. Yep, what about bingo. the rest of the what about the rest of the configuration with the RAM and the memory and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, 16 gigs of RAM uh, would be a minimum. And then your your processor, you're going to first look at generations, right? Some of these big box stores are selling some cheap machines because the generations are 7th, 8th. We see even 5th gen still being sold. So no. be, yeah, and Pentium still believe it or not. Oh um, yeah, be careful. Yeah, that that deal. Computer. I'm looking at an i five processor. What's the generation? Uh, that I that I'm re- look, looking for your your help. It should say ninth gen, eighth gen, seventh gen. It'll tell you what gen the uh, processor is. If it doesn't tell you what gen it is, assume it's old because they should be noting it on there. So you want to get a these days eleventh gen or newer. So eleventh, twelfth, and actually thirteenth is coming out. Um, but that would you don't need a 13th gen, but 11th or 12th gen would be a good mm-hmm. processor. i5 or better. Um, yeah. Gigahertz speed we don't get into too much, but uh, if you get a good good speed, you know 2.4 or so gigahertz speed, a lot of it bursts to three anyways. True. And most uh-huh. most of what you're doing is not going to ma- matter. Um, yeah, I'm looking at a Dell a Dell Inspiron. Okay. So, or I ha- I haven't researched Hewlett Packard. I know you guys are big on HP, but um, that that would be my next thing. Yeah, take a look at both, and just look at the generations of those those processors. Make sure you're not getting an old processor, an old gen. Um, that's the key. Okay. Thanks a bunch, guys. You got it, Seth. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you want to say anything else on that, Dennis? No. no oh, okay. No. I, heard you, I heard you over there. I was like, oh, you have something else you wanted to say. No. Um, all right. Anything else you want to talk about before we come up to the, uh, the top of the hour? Well, we've talked about some of the things that people do with ChatGPT, like... Uh, cook up 
phony, phony court precedents yeah. uh, to support their uh, legal filings. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something else you could do, yeah. or you could, mm-hmm. with Chat GPT. Yeah. Let's say you're installing Windows mm-hmm. on a computer. Sure. And during the install process, it stops and asks you for a product key. Uh huh. And uh, maybe you don't have one. Okay. And and in most cases, you don't. Because that product key is typically supposed to be embedded in the hardware of a computer. All right. Um, and the authorization to activate Windows is part of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to detect that and then just continue. Yep. So in this case, it stopped and asked you for a product key. Yeah. Which means there's an issue with the computer or maybe it's too old to have the right hardware. Or maybe you found it somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. So what do you do? You go to chat GPT and say, hey. Can you give me a Windows activation key? Yeah, really? And it does? Yeah. It just spits it out. So it spits, spits out somebody right else's out. activation key because it's it, not necessarily it, as one. As far as the researchers can tell, um, it would have been an activation key that had been posted to a website somewhere at some point. Gotcha. And, so it harvested and, it and then just and it harvested it, it as, you know, it, it collected up a bunch of them, I'm sure, probably thousands of them. Oh, my goodness. Um, because of all the different places they can go to build their database. Yeah. But then it would spit it out and people would install Windows with it. Right? Jeez. Yeah. Now, problem is mm-hmm. that that product key is good enough and valid enough to allow the Windows install process to complete. Right. But once Windows boots up and tries to activate itself, it may not. Kaboom. And why? Because it's a known bad product key so <laughs> that they, Microsoft figured out years ago maybe is not right. Okay. And then when the computer tries to activate, it it, does. Get, it bombs. So you're not really saving yourself anything. And apparently they've fixed chat GPT so it won't it won't even give those but it'll give uh, out Google keys, I'm sure. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it'll give out anymore. Yeah. But it's just crazy what people are coming up with to do with it. It, it really is. is wild. We'll see what happens with it. I'm not afraid of the AI. We'll love to see if that's true. It feels a lot, you know, very Y2K-ish to me. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything over to our Twitter and Facebook page. And Dennis has been posting everything to our computertalkwithtab.com website. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And stick around. Dr. Alessi will be in next with Healthy Rounds. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you guys next Saturday.